Welcome to Stereo to English, the podcast where I help you improve your English with short, easy to understand podcast episodes. Join me as I answer some of my students' most frequently asked questions and occasionally interview native English speakers. My name is Kim, your host. Before we get going today, I want to remind you that if you become a podcast member with monthly donations, you'll have access to all transcripts, extra bonus activities, vocabulary, live free classes, and bonus episodes. You can also choose to become a supporter and make a one time donation just to show the podcast some love. Find the link in the description to support the show. So, Marisa and I met through the San Diego Surf Ladies, a surf club here in Southern California. I, I live in San Diego, um, and we both belong to that club. And I think we've known each other for three or four years. Yeah, I think it's about three years now. Yeah, and it was always so great surfing with Marisa. I remember you always had the biggest smile on your face. You always just loved being in the water. Well, they say the best surfer is the one having the most fun. And I am not a good surfer at all, but I'm definitely the one having the most fun because I love it so much. Yeah, I always loved your energy. And I think I definitely heard that too. And I totally agree. It's the person out there with the smile that's always having just yeah. the most fun and enjoying the water and being outside. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple questions for you today about your business and about where you're from. So let's get started. Where, where do you live now? Because you don't live in San Diego anymore. And where is your family from? Okay, so I'm living, what I was doing before, like when Kim and I would surf together, was um, commuting between San Diego and Houston. And every two weeks, I would fly to San Diego. And then two weeks later, I'd fly to Houston, go back and forth and back and forth. And then when the pandemic hit, I was in uh, Houston when the pandemic hit and I got locked down here in Houston. So I'm in Houston right now. And um, I run a PR firm, public relations. So my job is to get my clients in the news or keep them out of the news and help their businesses strategically grow through publicity. So when I got locked down in Houston, my clients didn't want to meet in person anymore because of how dangerous it was with COVID. So I just stayed put in Houston and decided I'm just going to stay in Houston, even though I have employees in San Diego and here and now I just fly back and forth but not as frequently as I used to so I still have family in San Diego but um, to answer your question of where I'm from I'm I was born in Houston to immigrant parents so my most of my family lives in Barcelona Spain so I was actually born with three birth certificates one from Spain one from Costa Rica and one from the United States, because I was born in the United States from immigrant parents. And back then, I was born in the 60s, back then, um, if you were born in the United States of immigrant parents, I don't know how it works now, but your parents could um, have uh, birth certificates from the countries that they were from. So I have three passports and three nationalities, and which is really cool. Like, I feel like a spy with three different passports. <laughs> It's really, um, yeah, it, it kind of shocks people like if I'm, you know, traveling and I pull out three passports, but it's really fun. And um, so growing up in Houston, my parents spoke to me in Spanish um, from my mom from Costa Rica. My father, being of northern Spain, spoke to me in Catalan, which is the language of Barcelona. And the kids spoke to each other in English. 
But I remember the first day that my dad dropped me off at preschool when I was two and a half, he handed me over to the teacher and he said, this is Marisa. Uh, we think she understands English, but we're not sure. <laughs> and um, I did understand English because my, my siblings would watch TV at home. And mm -hmm. so I would pick up English by watching TV. And so in preschool and then, you know, later on in kindergarten, I was picking up English, learning it at school, but I was super shy because I wasn't quite sure how to speak it. And I had to learn at school and, you know, through the neighborhood kids. And I remember growing up in school, you know, seeing the report cards and the teachers telling my parents that they were hurting me by speaking to me in foreign languages and not in English um, because they said my vocabulary was bad, my reading comprehension was bad, and that I was really shy. And then suddenly when I was in third and fourth grade, I was doing as well or better than my colleagues because, or than my classmates, because when you speak multiple languages as a child, it really accelerates your learning. And so at first, as a little kid, I was super embarrassed that my parents spoke to me in foreign languages. But as I got older, I'm just so happy they did. And I've done that with my kids who are now grown. Okay, so you speak then three languages? No, actually, I speak more. So I speak so Spanish, what do you speak? Mm -hmm. Spanish, Catalan, um, English, of course, and and I speak English with a Texas accent because I'm in I'm in Houston. And I'm not going to get rid of that, so it might be a little bit difficult for y'all to understand what I'm saying because my accent is very heavy. But um, so Spanish, Catalan, English, French, um, a little bit of Italian, a little bit of Portuguese. Oh wow! I didn't know you spoke all those other languages as well. Tell. Yeah. Before we get started with the rest of the questions, tell us how you learned French. What was your process and did you learn as an adult? Well, so I learned French. Um, I started learning French as a child because my parents met in Paris. My mom had gone from uh, Costa Rica to Paris to, to study at Sorbonne. And my father was doing a medical internship in Paris. And so that's how they met. And then they carried on a long distance relationship for four years when my father moved to the United States to do his medical residency. And so then they got married. And one of the ways that they would tell secrets at the dinner table was to speak French. And so I learned as a child, I wanted to know what they were saying. So I decided when I was in school that I would learn French. So I, I actually went abroad and studied in France to get mm -hmm. a minor in French. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I learned French. And so I actually studied in France just for a semester and I just loved it. Um, and then Italian, because I just wanted to get an easy A in school and it was super easy to learn because I already knew the Catalan, the French and the Spanish. And so Italian was a no brainer. And then Portuguese is so similar to all those other languages. So I was taking a trip to Brazil and to Portugal and I figured, in order to just get along better with the country and the people, it just was in my best interest to learn Portuguese. Okay. So it's, I don't speak it well. I mean, I understand it. Like I can watch a movie and somebody will be speaking Portuguese. I understand everything they're saying. So if I were to take a trip to Brazil tomorrow, I would just listen to Portuguese language tapes and within a week or two, I'm speaking it again. That's, that's interesting. I'm studying Spanish at the moment and also Portuguese. Oh, are you? Um, I've been studying Spanish for two years now and just started Portuguese. 
So I'm fairly conversational in Spanish and I would say I'm at the beginning levels of my my Portuguese learning. That's um, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm really enjoying enjoying that process. And I didn't do so well in school learning languages because of how the teachers taught language. Oh, and yeah. um, I personally don't learn well from textbooks. I need to speak with people. I need to converse Fine. with people. So Fine. having online platforms now and having YouTube and podcasts have changed the way that I learn languages. Right. So I think the language immersion is the best. Like my favorite... Um, is the Pimsleur app on your phone. Mm -hmm. I just love that um, because you just download it, you put your, your AirPods in and you can just go about doing whatever you want to do and you just repeat after. I just mm -hmm. love that. So that to me was like the fastest way to learn a foreign language. Oh, interesting. I have to, I'll have to download that and check it out. I, yeah. I remember Pimsleur from the CDs back in the library. Right. right. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, it's good to know they have an app. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Um, so one final question, kind of getting to know your question. So you said you live in Houston at the moment. So just to right. give some context to where Houston is, Houston is in Texas. It's in the southern part of the United States. Right. Um, and do people tend to have your a similar accent to you in in Texas yeah. and in the, the southern part of the US? So um, Houstonians, as we're called, um, we can pick each other out of a crowd. So we all talk the same. We have the same accents. We have the same way of approaching people. And I have to say, we are the friendliest people on the planet. So when Kim said that, you know, she could always feel my energy, we're just super friendly. So I moved to San Diego 33 years ago. And I lived there for 26 or something years without coming back and forth to Texas. I just, I lived there. I raised my boys there. I was married there. And I said, I was never coming back to Texas. I love Southern California, but I never lost my accent and I never lost my Texas way of being. Um, the thing about Texans, aside from the way that we talk um, and we can pick each other out of a crowd, when we pass somebody on the sidewalk or on the street, we always look the other person in the eye and we say hello to them. And that's just not something I found in California. So when I moved to California and I would I'd see somebody on the sidewalk or in the store, I'd always say hi. And they would look at me like I was crazy. Like, do I know you? Why are you saying hello to me? But I always learned in Texas that we say hello to everybody. We treat everybody with respect. If I'm shopping somewhere, even if the person at the store is a lot younger than me, I always say, thank you, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. And people just think that's crazy. But they always say to me, you're from the South, aren't you? Are you from Texas? And I would say, yes, ma'am, <laughs> I am. Um, but it's just something that I grew up with. And so, um, yes, we all we talk the same. And we just have a way of being that's very friendly. And we always want people to feel like they're part of our family. That's very different from, I'm from New York. I'm from the oh. East Coast. And I think to your point, if someone were to look at me on the streets of New York or the streets of California and say, hello, I would think, what does this person want from me? Why are exactly. they talking to me? Yes. Yes, that's exactly it. And at first, when I moved to California and people reacted to me that way, I thought, that's just odd. And I felt that it was very cold. But then I decided 
I'm not going to change the way I am. And all up until um, when I decided to start commuting back and forth from Texas, um, people would ask me when I was living in California full time, they would say, so how long are you visiting? And I would just laugh and I'd say, I live here. I live here full time. Um, you know, what's funny too, uh, Kim, is like even surfing, people would say to me, how, how long are you visiting? you know, here. And mm -hmm. I, I would just laugh because I would think I probably surf here, like when we'd surf at San Alijo more than you do, mm -hmm. which was, which was funny. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's the accent, it's the mannerisms, it's the way of being that people just find it so foreign, but they also find it delightful. They love it. Sometimes I've had people say <laughs> that they were hiring me just because they wanted to hear me talk. Thanks for listening to Stairway to English. Remember to subscribe and to check out my website linked in the description. On my website, you can book free trial English classes with me so you can progress with your studies even faster. There, you can also send me a question that I'll answer on this podcast. Lastly, please consider becoming a supporter with a one-time donation or monthly donations. Monthly donors receive all podcast transcripts and activities in addition to free classes and bonus episodes. I've linked this in the description. See you next time.